Welcome to another episode of Spice Together. Together. I'm Harper. He's got his own M.O. Modus operandi. And I'm Michelle. Well, I'll be damned. It's them goobers. Hey, you guys. <laughs> so this is going to be pretty different as far as our episodes go. Um, How so, Harper? So we are going on a trip in two days. Bon voyage. We were going on our first vacation in a year and a half. Right at the peak of Delta Plus. That's right. We're just destined. <laughs> we're begging to get infected. Um, yep. I sched- I booked this whole trip back in May when we were all vaccinated and hopeful. And then every single week that was gotten closer, I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so if this, <laughs> is the last, if this is the last you ever hear from us, we're yeah, stuck in Seattle episode. and come help us. Uh, so anyways, what this episode is going to be, is so our trip we're going to Seattle and Portland and a bunch of places in between um cuz we've never been to the Pacific Northwest Road trip and part of our trip a big chunk part of our trip is seeing a bunch of filming locations from movies and TV shows and stuff which we've done a few times in the past yeah so like when we went to Scotland we Saw a bunch of Skyfall and Outlander stuff and Bonnie Python and Game of Thrones yeah and- in Iceland, we saw the like Prometheus stuff. Yeah, what, what was the waterfall? Yeah, what was there's another thing in Iceland too, wasn't there? Maybe Interstellar. I don't know if we saw the exact place, but San Francisco, Vertigo, at least the Golden Gate Bridge yeah, part. Yeah, we didn't see as much <laughs> as I would have liked. Yeah, so yeah, we usually tie in some film stuff. Yeah, we to tend, keep things tend to do spicy. that just for fun. <laughs> um, so we've got a bunch of places we're gonna go. So what we're gonna do is we're recording some bits right now before we go on our trip uh, about the movies, and then we're going to record some stuff on the road while we're on the trip uh, talking about the locations that we visited as we go. splice them together. Oh, my God. It's all coming together. Ah! Is it movie magic? Is this the movie magic? <laughs> this is what they call movie magic. Okay. So let's get into the first one, and I'm going to go ahead and say... We're going to start with the most disappointing one already. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, I'll Okay, go ahead. I'll go start. Ahead. <laughs> so, oh, and by the way, we're doing this stop, in the order stop, stop, stop. of the places we're going. <laughs> Sorry. So the first one is Sleepless in Seattle. This came out in 1993, directed by Nora Ephron. Hey, lady. I don't know if I've seen a lot of Nora Ephron movies. Oh, I've seen You've Got She's Mail. You've Got Mail, yeah. Um, have not seen Julie and Julia. That was that Julia Childs one. Hello. Oh, you're Sunday. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, anyway, this is a rom com from 1990. 
from the 90s. So, of course, it's starring America's Sweethearts, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Um, And it's about a widowed dad who is raising his um, son. He's a single father, ladies. (laughs) He's such a catch. He's an architect. Um, And his son calls into like a news radio station and was like, my dad needs a new wife. He's so lonely. Like all eligible bachelors in movies, he's incredibly wealthy and yet never seems to go to work. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so Meg Ryan, who's on the other side of the country, hears the radio station and she just becomes enamored with him. And she just like, I have to meet him. But spoiler, she's already engaged to Bill Pullman. Ah! Hashtag <laughs> Team Bill Pullman. Yeah, Bill Pullman is such a catch. His name is Walter. Um, he has a lot of food allergies. Also, look, I'm gonna <laughs> lay it out here. I'm gonna just put my cards on the table. Bill Pullman has sex. Tom Hanks <laughs> may not even have genitalia, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> has there ever been a movie with Tom Hanks where he's even the least bit like uh uh sensual you know what i mean well and big when he plays a little boy in a man's body he yeah has in sex. the least appropriate movie <laughs> he is the, that's the only one you're right that's the only one i yeah. can think of off the top of my head i don't think he does anything in the burbs or toy story he's he does have as... sex in forrest gump but he's not very like suave yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah i have no idea but yeah bill pullman come on <laughs> um anyway so sleepless in seattle spoiler not really in seattle (laughs) yeah so we watched this specifically i mean neither of us had seen it before and we watched it specifically we're like cool we're going to seattle this i mean sleepless in seattle it's got to be like iconic seattle stuff stuff. yeah (laughs) so first of all uh 80 at least 80 percent of the movie takes place in new york and chicago or not baltimore baltimore yeah it's baltimore and new york and cincinnati i think in the very beginning yeah, everywhere but Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle is only featured in uh, like maybe a quarter of the movie. I don't even think you see the Space Needle at any point. Cor- yeah, I think you're correct. Like they're not even using it to like, in the poster. The top. Uh, yeah, and then in the parts we are in Seattle, there's almost never exterior. There's like it's two. It's one exterior and then all interior. No, there's, there was two. There was one at the place we're going to talk about where we're going. And then there was one where they're like, she was on some bridge chasing him while he was in the boat with the sun. Remember? Oh, yeah. And then I Not guess he cool also lives locations. on a boathouse, which I think is in Seattle. That's a Seattle kind of thing. But like, we're not going to go look at a boathouse. Yeah, so no, no, that thank doesn't you. make the cut. So anyway, they only go to Pike Market. Yeah. That's the only like iconic yeah. location that they go to for like 10 seconds. Fish. You yeah. see it from the outside. They eat like inside at a restaurant. It's, uh, it's Tom <laughs> Hanks and Rob Reiner. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> What what did you feel about the movie? Just the movie in general. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Uh, I think for like a for like kind of a traditional rom com, the concept is way too complicated and mm-hmm. me- and really messy, and the pacing is all over the place because it's kind of just them going back and forth forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of, I mean it had had some charming moments. I liked when Tom Hanks talked about uh, Fatal Attraction. Yeah. <laughs> That was funny. He's always good when he's like half screaming. Yeah. Those are always the funniest parts. Um, but yeah, anyway, this is a stereotypical Seattle movie. So it's just like Seattle. They, they mention it. They're like, it rains all the time. Yeah. So yeah, that's all you really get about the atmosphere of Seattle. Yeah. Location. <laughs> uh, 
really, it's weird. The location, the Seattle specifically does not play much or a role at all in the movie, except for the fact that it's across the country. Like they constantly yeah. reference this map where it could have been LA where they're it flying back and forth anywhere. or to show like how far apart they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, really it's just generic, uh, West coast. It should city. just be sleepless. <laughs> sleepless in America. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Let's uh, cut to the on location. Yeah, so here's here's Harper Michelle on location. In the future! To give us a report <laughs> from Pike Market. Pike Place? Pike Place? I think it's Pike Market. Pike Market. Farmer's Market. I don't know. And now over to you. So this is future slash less far distant in the past. Harper and Michelle. Hey. And we're in, where are we? Uh, Olympic National Park. So we left Seattle two days, yesterday? Yesterday. <laughs> Seems like a long time ago. We left Seattle yesterday. So uh, I guess we sort of visited some, a sleepless in Seattle place. Yeah, we went to the Pike Place Farmer's Market. Um, we got there super, super early. Um, and then we ended up staying there forever because things weren't open yet. <laughs> yeah, we had lots of little misadventures waiting for stuff to open and fixing Michelle's camera and stuff. Um, uh, did you did you feel like we were in Sleepless in Seattle? No, because Sleepless in Seattle doesn't take place in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, not really. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess there was a diner that may or may not have been. I don't know. We walked down the street that Tom Hanks walked on. Does that count? Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it was a thrilling adventure to go down where uh, Tom Hanks walked in one shot of the movie. Also, when we were on the Space Needle on the elevator ride going down, they're like, over to the right is a neighborhood where Tom Hanks' uh, boathouse in Sleepless in Seattle is. And we're like, oh, cool, can't see it. <laughs> yeah, maybe from a distance, but I'm sure somebody lives there still. Yeah. Um, any other places worth mentioning on a movie podcast? On a movie podcast? No, on a video game podcast, we saw lots of Last of Us stuff. Yeah, so lot, we went to lots of little Last of Us 2 locations, and constantly I was being really annoying and being like, oh my god, so like that's Abby went from there to there, and like Ellie went this way and jumped off, uh, Abby jumped off the Ferris wheel. Yeah, it was thrilling stuff. <laughs> it was thrilling for me. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it, Seattle, for, uh, for the podcast, right? Well, I guess the Space Needle is the parallax view. We never really mentioned that. There's, a, like, a big fight on top of it. Um, it was pretty windy up there, even with the glass up. And there were lots of drunk people, so I don't think that movie could happen now. Oh, I, I was going to say, I kind of wish it had happened. I wish some of those drunk people had, you know, gotten on top and gotten into a drunk fight. That would have made it a little more entertaining. Because most of our time in the Space Needle was spent waiting for the elevator to go back down. <laughs> yeah, and some people tried to cut the line and were like, no, get to the end, you entitled beaches. <laughs> I beat myself. <laughs> there's nothing Michelle hates more than a line cutter. So, yeah, I think that's it for the Seattle part. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll throw it back to past Harper and Michelle. So, hey, guys. Hey, guys. All right, so we're back at home in the past, <laughs> farther in the past. 
Uh, so next up on our list oh, is a shit, movie we enjoy <laughs> quite a bit more. All these movies, all these movies we enjoy quite a bit more than Slippers yeah. in Seattle. It's all uphill. Yeah, it is. Uh, so the next movie we're going to talk about is The Goonies. The Goonies! I love The Goonies so much. So The Goonies. 1985, directed by Richard Donner. R.I.P. Oh, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> um, anyway, if you don't know what the Goonies is, F-U-C-K. You. <laughs> Yikes. Because, uh, yeah, Goonies is amazing. So um, it's about a bunch of kids who are kind of in like a gang called the Goonies. <laughs> they never explain where the Goonies comes from, sure what don't. it means. We think it's a play on goobers. Like, they're a bunch of goobers. <laughs> and them goobers. Um, yeah. So anyway, they're a bunch of rich people are going to buy out the town. They're kind of like from the lower end of the town. Um, their houses are all going to get demolished for a golf course. And then they find a treasure map that's kind of like the lore of the whole town. Everybody knows about the secret treasure, pirate treasure. Um, and they decide that they're going to save their house and their families from foreclosure and find this pirate treasure. Yeah. But and there's bad guys too. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the meantime, there's like a family of criminals that they just busted one of them out of jail. And so they're on the lamb yeah. and they find out about the treasure too. And so they're like in a chase to find it to get to the treasure first. And so the cast is crazy. You got little Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, Jeff Cohen, Corey Feldman, Carrie Green, Martha Plimpton, Jonathan K. Kwan, John Matusak, Robert Davi, Joe Pantelione. <laughs> I added some extra oats. <laughs> I don't know. A bunch How of can other, you be in the Goonies anybody? if you dare? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, and Anne Ramsey. Mama Fratelli. <laughs> uh, so, I love the Goonies. And I think this is the first time it kind of stuck for you. Yes. Because I, up to this point, I'm always forcing you to watch it. It's true. And I'm always you like, sure I love are. it. And you're just like, it's all right. <laughs> I'll see. Yeah, I didn't see this movie as a kid at all. The first time I saw That's it was the, the problem, I think. in 2007. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. How did you go your whole life without seeing the Goonies? I don't know. I just didn't. I was because I was too busy rewatching Hook and Mrs. Doubtfire. I it's guess. just like that, though, but more PG 13. <laughs> yeah. So I was in college the first time I saw the Goonies. <laughs> um, and I thought it was okay. Yeah. And then I watched it again last year and still thought it was okay. And this year, <laughs> I finally like it. Yes. I'm not like crazy bad. I'm not like obsessed with it. Not yet. <laughs> but I did like it. Um, it's just a great f- adventure family film without parents involved. <laughs> yeah. I still think it has a lot of weird plot, like uh, things that feel like, I don't know. It's again, it's like if I was a kid and watching it, this kind of stuff would never cross my mind. But watching it as an adult, I'm like, that's weird. Like, yeah. why do they just let the ship? go away in the end how can they save the whole town with a handful of like cheap looking jewels uh yeah and yeah again what is a goonie where did that come from like so it's just some weird stuff but um it is really fun and i like um i like a lot of the kids in particular mouth is really funny yeah um that whole scene where he's like spill your guts and he talks and he like oh this chunk Oh, I'm sorry, Chunk. Yeah, not yeah. Mouth. Chunk. <laughs> yeah, Mouth is Corey Feldman, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, Chunk. In the fifth grade. Or, it's not Chunk, it's Chunk. Isn't chunk? It? I think it's Chunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like 
yeah, chunk. Confessing to every bad thing he's done in his entire life. It's really the way he yeah. just like screams stuff is really funny. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna recreate that whole scene, but I guess I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is filmed through Oregon. Um, so mainly Astoria and Cannon Beach, um, and Ecola State Park. Um, so we're going to see a lot of that. A lot of the Goonies though, a lot of it was, um, set pieces. So there's no like hidden cave with a pirate ship in it. I don't think there's a ship out in the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we will get there. I do like this movie because I think it does at least encapsulate like the weather and the feel of Oregon. It's very like pine fir trees. I would say in particular when like, um, uh, oh my God, Josh Brolin is on the little kid's bike and he's riding through yeah. the woods. Oh, you know what it just occurred to me? Uh, it does, is Donnie Darko filmed somewhere out there too? I'm not sure. I always thought that was like, California. Yeah, I don't know. It just occurred to me that scene when he's on the bike reminds me a lot of that scene when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is riding around on the bike in yeah. Donnie Darko. Anyways, but yeah, that that whole scene in particular, the out exterior stuff when they're like by the cliffs and stuff. You yeah, can definitely. It feels very Oregon. Yep, Pacific Ocean. Lots of beach beach stuff and rocks. Lots of rocks. Yeah, <laughs> that have secret pirate codes. <laughs> so we're gonna go to places and scream, "Hey, you guys!" Definitely, and then all, all the, the locals will be like, <sighs> "Yeah." So Astoria is probably the main Goonie place. So it's where the jailbreak in the very beginning of the movie is, mm-hmm. um, and then also they're the Goonie houses. Yeah. So I think I read that. The owners were previously big buttheads about letting people take pictures of their house, which I guess would be annoying. Yeah. Um, but definitely. now they're okay with it as long as you leave like a donation. You can go up to their fence. Do they accept truffle shuffles? <laughs> Maybe. But that's what I want to do. I want to recreate the truffle shuffle in front. I got to get a Hawaiian shirt. And oh, boy. Like, <laughs> and then, uh, so if you don't know what the truffle shuffle is, and then you like shake your belly around. Cut, go, cut to cut to both of us in in jail yeah. for exposing ourselves to the to the neighborhood. Um, and then so yeah, the town of Astoria I think has basically embraced the Goonies because they turned the prison uh, into a um, film museum. Is it like does it have Goonies memorabilia? I know they have. I think they have a, a the similar car that the Fratellis. Um, I see the prison have, scene is not particularly memorable to me. Like I couldn't even tell you what it looks like. It's a, the opening Harper. I know, but it's like, I don't know. It's not they really set, the, like, like a ring of fire around and they break them out and yeah, then the cops okay. start chasing them. <laughs> There's also random stuff. Like you can go to the bowling alley where chunk, uh, smashes against the window and stuff <laughs> <laughs> okay. when he sees the car chase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the main thing I'm excited for is probably all the like Cannon Beach stuff. So you get like the Haystack Rock and also the Fratelli Hideout. Like um, the it's, restaurant. Yeah, that was a set piece, but they the scenery and everything there is like something there now, like a little building. Okay. Um, so that whole scene, I'm, I want to see that. Cool. So um, yeah. yeah. Anything else about the Goonies before nah. we time travel? Nah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So let's uh let's jump ahead to our um our I can't <laughs> our think what? of the word in my head. <laughs> what what do they call it when they're on the news when they're like our something in the field? 
not reporter, but agent. Agent. I don't know. Our man I have in no the idea field. What you're talking I don't about. Know. All right, cut to us later <laughs> <laughs> in Astoria. All right, so we're back now. We're in Oregon, and we just saw a bunch of Goonies places. Hey, Oregon! <laughs> Very clever. So, uh, what did we see? I'm trying to remember what we saw first. I guess it was the Goonies County Jail, which is now the Oregon Film Museum. Don't forget about the bowling alley. Yeah, well, we drove by the bowling alley. Um, But at the Oregon Film Museum, they had, like, a replica of the car that the Fratellis drive with bullet holes in the back. And it was actually pretty busy. We didn't go in, um... Because I didn't really know what you could actually see in there. When I looked online, it looked kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah. And then we went over to a, uh, a big cliff. We had to drive up a crazy road to get to a big cliff. Well, was that next? We saw the Goonies house. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I almost forgot that. Yeah. I was like, where was there a cliff? <laughs> yeah, so then we drove up into a neighborhood and saw Mikey's house where, like, Josh Brolin is working out and stuff. And uh, they're, like, overlooking the town. And it looked a lot different from what I remembered from the movie. Some weird dude was like, uh, it's crazy what they accomplished or whatever. Because there's, like, houses right next to it. And I didn't realize that. Well, it's also, like, on a big gravel hill. Like, in the movie, when they look out at the street, it looks like it's just on a street. And, like, I'm wondering if when they shot the reverse shot of, like, doing the truffle shuffle, if that was a totally different location. Maybe. I don't know. Unless, I mean, it's was 30 years ago. Maybe things have just changed. But I did do truffle shuffle outside this person's house, and I left, like, some money in their donation thing. <laughs> I mean, why leave a donation when you left the truffle shuffle? That's the real payment. Uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, oh, and we also saw that fl- Flavel house or whatever, which is what where Mikey's dad works. Yeah, it was a very brief part of the movie, but it's like when all the boys are uh, on their bikes and they're like, hey, and he's like, hey, Mikey. And he's like taking down the museum sign because they're about to close and stuff. He's like, hey, guys, I'm losing my job. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> So then we drove up the crazy uh, road to get up to the cliff, right? Yeah. We went to Ecola State Park, which is where the Fratelli's hideout is and where they find the, like, underground um, tunnel for the pirate treasure trail thing. Yeah. So, which also just kind of looks just like a cliff. Like, the Fratelli's hideout's obviously not there, but there's also not, like... Uh, I don't know. It's it doesn't. It's hard to like. We watched the movie like a week ago, and it already doesn't really didn't really click with me. I mean, yeah, it, I think they swapped some of the locations around because like the big haystack rock and stuff. It's like they came from the opposite direction where what naturally comes what side we come from. Um, yeah, yeah, these looks- kids. If if everything was geographically correct, and the kids. <laughs> In the movie, they rode their bikes like 40 miles. <laughs> Don't think they really did that. <laughs> no. Um, and then, yeah, we did a big hike down to a beach. But uh, we saw... Then we went to our hotel, which was right next to Cannon Beach, yeah. which is where the big haystack rock is. Yep. So that was pretty, and that's where they line up the, like, medallion. We're like, oh, we're going the right way, and they put, like, the haystack in the 
hole keyhole thing um, yeah the thing that that uh rides skywalker stall yeah 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 <laughs> um yeah so hey rock is pretty cool um yeah we we spent fair amount of time walking around on that beach and got up close to haystack rock and the other big rocks that are sticking out of the ocean and we got to see some starfish yeah and puffins yeah yeah we saw some puffins up on one of the rocks and starfish stuck to the barnacles on the rocks it's pretty neat yeah i really like the beach um it's a good view i it was kind of busy lots of people and stuff but i guess it's summer so yeah, uh, summer, but let's just, for the record, not warm enough to swim in the water. Nope, it was like icicles on our toesies. It was. We put our feet in and we were like, why did we want to do this? Because it was literally like frozen water. I was like, let's bring our swimsuits. It's going to be so much fun. I was like, no, no fun. <laughs> so we're leaving Goonies territory now and heading towards Portland. Uh, and it's like 100 degrees outside today, so we'll report back if we survive. Yep, if we don't melt to death. So, back to you, farther in the past, Harper and Michelle. Alright, so next up is a movie you all can't get enough of because we talk about it all the time on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that is Wild from 2014. I'm going to walk my way back to the wild, my wild, thought I wild. <laughs> uh, Ridiculous. So Wilds from 2014, directed by Jean-Marc Vallée. Um, it's about a woman with a difficult past and decides to do this long, crazy hike on the Pacific Crest Trail by herself to kind of reset her life. I, I think that's an accurate way to describe it. Uh, but yeah, we talked about this movie at least once, maybe twice on this podcast because I'm obsessed. PCT. I'm obsessed with this movie. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, this takes place in a lot of the real locations all across Cal, mostly California, but also yeah. uh, Oregon. Oregon? Yep. I cannot say it right. I say Oregon. Oregon. Oregon is not right. It's Oregon. It sounds like Polygon or something. Oregano. <laughs> uh, Oregon. Um, yeah, so... We're how many spot places are we going that are that show up in the movie? Is it just the one? I just pulled up like a film location to make sure. So there's a couple places. Um, there's like the restaurant scene in the beginning is in Portland, where she's. I think it's supposed to be New York, though, right? She's um talking to her friend, saying she's pregnant, and you're like, "What are you doing with your yeah. life?" Yeah, isn't it snowing? Yeah. Yeah. So that was actually filmed in Portland. Hmm. I don't think we're going to go there. That's, that's not a, yeah. I'm not going to be heartbroken <laughs> over that. Um, we could potentially go to the boot drop scene that was filmed oh, where she at Mount it? Hood. Yeah, that's like kind of near oh, the end cool. of our trip. Um, there's a lot of stuff in Oregon, but a lot of it I think is too far south. So sure. there's also like the Badlands and some other deserty looking spots. Yeah. But the uh, uh the one thing we're definitely going to see is the Bridge of the Gods yeah. where she kind of wraps up her That's where the trip. end of the hike is, yeah. yeah. Um so we should be able to go on that. That's cool. I think there's a parking spot that you can like pull over and then walk out across the bridge if you want. Yeah. Or we could drive across it. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to walk over um, and see what it's like. Yeah, but I think those are the main spots. Because there's also like some little place called Ashland. I don't think we're going near that where there's like the big 
Grateful Dead oh, right. fest stuff. Yeah. But I'm going to assume every little town in Oregon looks the same, so we can just recreate it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> we'll, like well, try we'll, on lipstick we'll in probably a be, We'll probably be a little bit like uh, Cheryl Strayed walk into probably. a shop and they'll be like, honey, you need a shower? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put some newspaper now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, those are the main spots. I'm excited to see the Bridge of the Gods because that whole area is supposed to be really pretty, have like uh, waterfalls and stuff, um, lots of foresty trails. Do you think when we're hiking around, somebody will, from the Hobo Times will contact us? Definitely. Uh, and there's we, probably going to be a very creepy rare little for kids. there to be lady hobos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope we run into little kids who sing um, Western songs, yeah. country Western songs. We'll <laughs> um, be very disappointed if it doesn't happen. Yeah. So, I guess. We'll probably throw to us in the future now when we're talking, when we just visited yeah. the bridge, oh, the gods. And I'll be like, oh, no, I lost my boot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. All right. So we just finished a little trip around Mount Hood yeah. <laughs> in Oregon, right on the border of Oregon and Washington. Uh, and we made a whole bunch of stops, but two of them were movie related. Yep. So the first place we went to was the wild location, Bridge of the Gods. Yeah, so this is where at the very end of the movie and, and in real life, uh, where Cheryl Strayed crossed the Bridge of the Gods and finished her big hike on the PCT. Uh, so this one was kind of unique in that it was it's the only location that was both a movie location and the real life place where something happened. <laughs> yeah, um, but they didn't have uh, the sign up like in the movie yeah so just overall the bridge of the gods is way different than i expected um for one it's a lot longer i guess in the movie it's really foggy so it seems like the bridge like i was picturing like like a bridge was like 100 feet long like a little bridge that was like mostly pedestrian traffic and pretty like not very used by cars and stuff and neither of those things turned out to be very true (laughs) Yeah, it was also kind of scary for me because it was like a metal grate bridge and we decided to cross all the way over so I couldn't look down the entire time. I was just kept looking at Harper's big old head. <laughs> yeah, it was metal grate and we were probably, I don't know, 500 feet above yeah. the Columbia River, right? I think so. Um, yeah, so super long, super high, and tons of cars. Yeah. There's no like pedestrian walkway on it. You're just supposed to walk against traffic, and so there's, like, cars, like, flying past us, like, timber trucks and stuff, or lumber trucks or whatever. Uh, so it was a little crazy. But, yeah, it took us probably, I don't know, seven or eight minutes to cross and come back. But uh, it was pretty neat. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It was, I, I almost enjoyed it just as a weird experience walking across this bridge that felt like we weren't supposed to be walking across it than as a wild thing. <laughs> Yeah, um, and we got to see the little PCT sign. I don't know if we saw the trail anywhere else throughout our day. Um, I don't know if we crossed it, but it's shown up on maps. Every time we go to a park, more or less, we've seen it somewhere on the map. Like, it goes through a lot of the parks and stuff that we've been to. Um, But yeah, no, I don't think we actually stepped foot on the PCT besides the bridge, which is, like, part of it, I guess, because it's how you get from Oregon to Washington on the trail so we we both walked back to the woman our mothers wanted us to be <laughs> basically yeah so that was fun so it was our little wild moment <laughs> so 
guess where we're going next. The Shining. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, The Shining from 1980. If you haven't seen it, you're nuts. Directed by a little guy named Stanley O. Kubrick. <laughs> and that young man was Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep interrupting yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. If you haven't seen it, really, you're crazy. But um, yeah, it's based on the Stephen King novel, uh, loosely. Um, Jack Torrance accepts a caretaker job at the Overlook Hotel where uh, his wife, Wendy, and their son, Danny, all live isolated for the winter. And uh, basic, you know, the simplest version of it is he goes stir crazy and starts to try and kill them because... Maybe because of the ghosts in the hotel, maybe because he's an alcoholic, you know, lots of interpretations, but he's just a bad dude. One of the best <laughs> horror movies ever made, yep. undoubtedly. It's pretty, pretty high up. It's definitely my top five horror movies of all time. Yeah. Mine too. Um, and this one's complicated location wise because yes. as far as the hotel goes, the interior was filmed in one hotel and the exterior was filmed in another no, the hotel. The interior is fake as oh, a film okay. piece. Well, not even like the lobby and stuff? I think they made all that. No way. The whole, the huge open pretty lobby? pretty sure. No way. I'm just saying. I thought the Overlook, the hotel called the Overlook was the one. The Overlook Hotels, or the Stanley Hotel is the one that's haunted. Yeah. Is that the one we're going to? We're going to the Timberland Lodge. Well, that's what I'm talking about. There's two hotels. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the lobby was created. Okay. Well, you know what I meant. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. what I'm saying is the hotel is two different <laughs> locations. And then also the drive in the beginning is a whole different location. Yeah, too, right? that's on my bucket list. Uh, that's like in Montana, the yeah. like famous drive where they're going through the, the forests and stuff. Um, but the problem is it's called going the sun road, I think. And it's only open for like a super short period of time because there's too much snow and stuff. So it takes forever to plow the road. Yeah. I don't even know where you go on the road. Like, does it just go in a loop? Like, mm. <laughs> do you go to Canada? I don't know. If you keep on going, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's one day we'll do that. We'll just fly there, rent a car and drive it and then come home. <laughs> Dad, we left grandpa. <laughs> What about grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we're going to see the exterior of the Timberland Lodge, which is where uh, a lot of the parts in The Shining, it's all the exterior shots. They don't have a giant hedge maze, as I think, <laughs> which That's sucks. too bad. Yeah. But you saw when like uh, Shelley Duvall is like jumping out the window down the snow bank and mm. stuff. That's all of that is this hotel. That's cool. Um, and then when he's interviewing and crossing in front. So we'll jump in front of cars and Ooh, just like yeah. keep crossing back and forth. Oh, I have a question for you that I didn't think about till just now. Yeah. Uh, uh, is the exterior stuff in Dr. Sleep here too? I think that was fake. I think you're right, but I'd be curious to know. I'll Google Timberland Lodge and Dr. Sleep and find out. Um, but Obviously, uh, the locations in The Shining are super crucial to the yeah. movie. Um, you know, the the giant, empty, abandoned hotel and the snow, all the snowed-in stuff from the outside, especially since that's where we're going, yeah. uh, really, you know, emphasizes the, like, isolated uh, nature of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So the locations are pretty, pretty important. I'm also planning on reading the book. I don't know if I'll finish it well, on our trip. Yeah. But it seemed appropriate. 
I have no idea about Dr. Sleep. Huh. It says, oh, wait, they did not film at Timberland okay. Lodge. It looks a little fake. Yeah. Uh, not in a bad way. It just it doesn't look like the real pl- place. But um, yeah. So anyways, we love The Shining. It's pretty exciting that we're going to see one of the filming locations. I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anything else before we throw to our future selves? I really hope they have a gift shop that sells like something shining-y. Well, yeah. What are some shining <laughs> gift shop items you would want? Well, obviously Salt and pepper the shakers chain. that look like Jack and uh, Jack and um, Wendy. Yeah, I want like I stayed at the Overlook and all I got was this T-shirt. What about a? <laughs> Except we're not staying there because it's like four hundred dollars a night and it's absurd. <laughs> what about a sweater with a rocket on it? Yeah, I would buy that. Or a tricycle. Mm-hmm. Like actually a tricycle. I already Would you have buy a the tricycle? bathroom set, so it's true. Yeah, one of our bathrooms is shiny. We've got the carpet. We've got yeah the towels, the the soap dispenser. Yep, our house is basically a museum dedicated to it. movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, let's check us out in the future after we just if left. We're still alive. Yes, we went to a very special location. Yeah, we went to the Timberland Lodge, a.k.a. the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. Yeah, so the uh, this, the Tim- Timberline? Timberline? Timberline. Yeah. Uh, Timberline Lodge was the uh, outside of the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. Um, so, yeah, there's like a, they've added like this big thing in the front, like a visitor center slash like sports center where you can like rent your ski gear and stuff. And they've added like this big stairway in the front, right? I think so. I don't remember it in the movie, but I, I don't know. We'll have to go back and look. Yeah, that part didn't look familiar to me either, but the rest of it looks exactly like it does in the movie. It's big and gray and tall with the like really tall sloping roof. You can imagine like the snow building up on the side and Wendy climbing out the window and and falling down the snow. Yeah. It was very surreal to see it because it's such an iconic like moment in the like the exterior and you get to see it in Doctor Sleep. Definitely. And you can just kind of you can like hear the music when we were pulled up when we came around the corner and saw it we were just like we were both like and then we were walking around and I kept going Danny! Danny! So that was fun. Yeah, uh, there was no maze though, so that was disappointing. But we did go inside, which had nothing to do with the movie, really. <laughs> no, the gift shops had like some generic shining stuff, which is like a little disappointing. You'd think they'd have a book about like the history of this hotel and The Shining, like Stanley when Stanley Kubrick was here making one of the most iconic movies of all time. But no, they didn't seem to care that much. Well, yeah, instead it was just like FDR stayed here. <laughs> yeah, it was all about the like works progress administration and how it got built and stuff which i guess is sort of interesting but you know we were there for the movie duh um but either way it was still very cool to see Um, oh yeah it's just like a huge lodge on the side of a mountain it was really pretty yeah no it is really pretty you can understand why people stay there who have no idea that they're staying in (laughs) the overlook um yeah so that was really cool too anything else to add about either of those places um, there's a creepy painting inside of the lodge with a man holding a tiny model of the hotel with a St. Bernard next to him. Yeah, that was pretty weird. I forgot about that. I'm pretty sure that's how like uh, ghosts 
is going to appear, I don't know, from that painting. If he stayed there, a ghost would come into your room with a model of your room? Yes, and then a dog would bark in the distance. I wish we had seen a St. Bernard with a little uh, brandy barrel on its yeah. neck. I forgot, we did see a ghost, though, on one of our trails. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> not movie-related, but let's go for it because it was weird. Yeah, so we're on this hike uh, going to some secluded waterfall that was amazing. But along the way, we started hearing creepy music. And I was like, is that a flute or an ice cream truck? And then there's this old man. We never saw his face playing a flute. No matter which way we went, you couldn't see his face. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And he was just playing his little flute, playing Lord of the Rings tunes, perhaps. But yeah, and, uh, you know. We asked everybody we passed about the flute band. They were like, he used to be on this trail 50 years ago. Day just like today. That's right. So, yeah, every time we hear something, we're like, is that the flute man? Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's it for the Mount Hood part of our trip. So we'll uh, we'll hand it back to farther in the past Harper and Michelle, and we'll, uh, we'll return shortly. All right, and last on our list of stops is oh what is that (laughs) just you and i together forever we're talking about some twin peaks fire walk with me yeah since this isn't a tv podcast we're talking about fire walk with me in particular um so, so, Twin Peaks Power Walk With Me came out in 1992, directed by David Lynch. It came out after the series ended, right? To kind of tr- yeah. try and sum up some of the loose ends. Correct. <laughs> I don't know if they achieved that. I mean, yeah. You find out who kills Laura, but you don't get any answers about the lodge or the supernatural stuff. <laughs> no, but you certainly get more of it than yeah. you did in the show, I think. More concentrated dose of the magic yeah. Black Lodge kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, what's Twin Peaks about? A girl gets murdered, the FBI come in to try and solve it. Yeah, that's the simplest version. (laughs) I mean, the TV show is basically a soap opera with, uh, yeah, about a murder mystery about, like, the high school homecoming queen who got murdered. Yeah. Um, and about the FBI coming in to investigate, but, of course, it's very soap opera There's lots of, like, affairs and craziness going on, and then... Obviously, it's David Lynch, so it's pretty weird. And there's lots of kind of uh, supernatural abstract stuff that potentially is going on uh, that, you know, there, that there more might be more to it than just a girl got murdered. Yeah. There might be like an, a parallel universe kind of thing going on, sort of. Uh, hard, to, hard to explain if you've never seen Twin Peaks, <laughs> but uh, it's an awesome show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the movie, which... Um, we rewatched recently um, is pretty awesome. I like it. I always forget. I I actually do. I always think of it as, I don't think of it when I think of David Lynch's movies because it's so obviously like tied to the show. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, as it doesn't really stand on its own necessarily. It actually like, we haven't seen the show in so long. I still thought it made enough sense that I could get the gist of what was happening. I mean, as far as it makes sense at all. Yeah. yeah. But you kind of lose out on like, Oh, it's that person. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, like, relationships that you don't quite really understand if you haven't seen the show. And also, if you haven't seen the show, then this is just a movie about a girl who gets into trouble and then 
dies in a weird and screams horrifying way and then that's the end of the movie yeah <laughs> so it maybe wouldn't be very satisfying um but yeah the movie's pretty awesome um uh what's who plays laura palmer what's her name? is it i always get it mixed up if it's cheryl lee cheryl lee not sherilyn fenn plays somebody else in the show right that's audrey not in the movie. i don't know i, I don't always get it mixed it up because their names are so familiar yeah. cheryl lee and cheryl lynn um but anyways, yeah, Cheryl Lee plays Laura Palmer, who screams for at least 60% of the, yeah. her t- screen really time. She's really good at it. She is. She's really, <laughs> she's very good at making you, the audience, feel extremely uh, uncomfortable and scared <laughs> because she is so scared. Yeah. All, she's like, her emotions are at like 190% all the time. Yep. Um, she's all on that coke <laughs> yeah and the movie is also pretty cool after having seen oh it's been a long time after having seen twin peaks the return the yeah. third season um because there's a lot of things that in the show that tied back to the movie like yep. and she screams because she sees something in the forest that in the movie you never see what she sees but uh you know we found out in the show what it was um but yeah it's pretty cool um and this is, I mean, Twin Peaks, the show and the movie is all over this, these locations that we're hitting up, right? Yes. So talk um, to me about some locations. Well, the main place is basically Twin Peaks is Snoqualmie Valley. Um, so there's a town there kind of where David Lynch has filmed all over the place. So the main thing, probably the most iconic is the waterfall which isn't in the movie. Yeah, (laughs) not really. Yeah. Um, So we're going to see, I think in the show, it's like the, it's in the opening credits too, right? Yeah, I think so. Sorry. It's been a while since we watched the show, but I remember the opening credits being incredibly long. Yeah. (laughs) And it's It's like like four minutes long or something. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like cutting all around the town. Yeah. Um, So it's actually a spa now and it's even more expensive than the Timberland Lodge. It's like crazy. Um, they sometimes have like a couple's discount, but <laughs> do they have a black lodge room? I hope so. Where you can get, uh, backwards and massages. Yeah, maybe. That's what I want. <laughs> so you massage the masseur. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm planning on like maybe going over the waterfall in plastic and oh. you can find me, uh, at the bottom. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm going to recreate that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, We're going to bring some plastic, right? Wrapped in plastic. Yeah. So apparently There's the- There's a fish in my percolator. <laughs> so also, I don't know if we're going to go there, but a lot of people go to the beach where Laura's found, which it's just like a beach. So I don't know. Yeah. But it's apparently a popular space where people get like wedding photos now taken there, That's engagement funny. photos. <laughs> but well, apparently you, you there's like a the background in plastic. Like, yeah. Looking like a corpse. There's a, a giant massive log that is still there that kind of t- lets you know where oh, it that's is. Like the yeah. okay. oh. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we'll go to that, but yeah, um, probably skip that. And there's also some other random stuff around town. Probably the other main thing is going to the Double R Diner, which is um, in real life called Tweed's Cafe. Mm -hmm. So they embrace the Twin Peaks thing. I'm pretty sure they have lots of cherry pie. I think they just changed the name to the name of the show at this point. (laughs) And I think they have like a big mural on the side of their building that says like, welcome to Twin Peaks or something. Um, So you can have pie. I can't. Yeah. So I'll just watch you <laughs> eat. <laughs> Do I have to get cherry pie? Is it like required? 
Mm, for a David Lynch fan. I don't know. If I don't. Also, there's a high possibility David Lynch will be here you in the so? town. Yeah. Where does he live? He lives in LA, in right? In the desert. No, I think he lives in LA. <laughs> On Mars. <laughs> the weather today. Yeah, I'm going to ask him what the weather is if we run into him. Okay. Uh, because everyone's like speculating about his like Netflix secret show that it's um, just another Is it Twin Netflix? Peaks. I think it's Netflix. Oh, it's definitely Twin Peaks. Have you haven't been yeah. seeing these pictures coming out. Some <laughs> actress keeps saying like uh, something's happening. And yeah, like, I saw the that. Pictures are very <laughs> Twin Peaksy. See, so if we go there, we could. Well, I hope nothing's shut down if they are filming. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's kind of cool too. Unless I, guess. I can be like a dead body. <laughs> yeah, like you've got the look. Yeah. I'll scream and dance in the background yeah. all weird. <laughs> yeah, you can dance backwards, I think. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> so those are probably the main like Twin Peaks stuff. There's also the Roadhouse Bar, but it doesn't say like the Bang Bang Bar or anything. You can yeah. like buy tacos or something. Hmm. Um, tacos. I doubt they have. Ladies and like, gentlemen, <laughs> the Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I doubt they have um, like a secret back room where. People are dancing in their undies. Yeah. <laughs> it's against COVID regulations right now. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's also, I'm mad they don't have the iconic Twin Peaks sign up um, in the beginning of the town. Yeah, it's, it's like, why bad. would you take it down? Just keep it up. Just well, I guess because somebody who didn't know what tw- the show was might get real confused. We'll put a second sign before and after that says like, it's a show. <laughs> this is a movie uh, yeah. movie prop in 0.1 mile. Yeah. <laughs> you just passed a movie prop. Um, and yeah. Welcome to Snoqualmie. There's some bridge which was mentioned, but I don't remember it. Um, yeah, it's been. It's just like an old bridge, so. It's been a, like probably 10 years since we watched the first two seasons of the show. Yeah. And the third season doesn't take place nearly as much in Twin Peaks. Yeah. As the show, the original show. So, oh, I know what this bridge is. I just read the description. It's Renette Pulaski, like yeah. Laura's friend. It's when she turns up after being missing. She's like walking down the railroad tracks all in a daze and yeah, like her nighty and that. stuff. Um, but that's probably the only part. They said it's now a jogging cycle trail. <laughs> <laughs> you don't so say. So I'm excited to see at least the diner and the waterfall place yeah. and just the general atmosphere of the town. I, For sure. It'll be interesting. I think it's kind of a smaller town, so yeah, they probably well, have a gift shop. <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> With somewhere. David Lynch's face all over it. <laughs> I um, It's definitely worth mentioning that I think the Twin Peaks show is definitely a big part of why I've always been kind of interested in visiting the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um, obviously, For me, it's, it's just Dante's got, Peak. <laughs> sure. It's just got such an interesting, you know, it l- just looks so different from here. And it's so like foggy and the, all the fir trees and stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's got a very, very defined look. Yeah, I'm very surprised, though, when we're, like, looking for, like, what's been filmed out there, that there really isn't that much, and we decided it's because Vancouver's so close. That's my guess. It's probably cheaper to film over there. Yeah, if you're going to film in the Pacific Northwest, you might as well go 100 miles or whatever north to (laughs) Vancouver to where there's probably, where it seems like there's insane tax credits because everything is filmed there for a long, long time. And we probably could have done, like, a Vancouver day, but I think the borders are still closed. So yeah, I'd rather we'll just not, have to go to Canada. Not get stuck in Canada, thing. so we'll do that one day. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so let's throw to us uh, in Twin Peaks. All right, so we're on the last leg of our Pacific Northwest tour, and we visited a bunch of places, but 
We'll start off with a simple one because it's not a filming location, but an inspired one of Michelle's favorite movies, and that's Mount Sehans, which inspired Dante's Peak. One of Michelle's favorite movies. Yeah. Um, except it was too cloudy and we couldn't actually see Mount St. Helens, so it was a bust. Yeah, we had to drive like way the hell out of the way to see it, and then it was either smoky or foggy or combination of the two. And so you could just like barely see the outline of it, so it was not maybe not worth the drive. <laughs> and no acid grandmas. No, no hot springs. There was like a few bridges that kind of looked the same and the river kind of looked the same, but no small towns either that really looked like it. So maybe it's further north. I don't know where they filmed. Uh, While we were driving around, were you tempted to ask people like, how long does that tree look like that? Yes. (laughs) Because for some reason, Pierce Brosnan really thinks that Linda Hamilton knows how long a tree has been dead in a fucking forest. (laughs) Yeah, a random tree in the middle of the woods. How long has that tree been dead? But uh, I guess more exciting, we visited, I'm totally not going to pronounce this right, but Snoqualmie. Sure, why not? Uh, Which is the home of most of the Twin Peaks uh, locations, filming locations. Yeah, fire walk with me. Yes, sorry. We're not a TV podcast, folks. Uh, But in this case, we sort of are. (laughs) We're... Twin Peaks Fire Wagami, but also the TV sh- lots of TV show locations too. So what was the first place we stopped at? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, well, we first we tried to go where the Twin Peaks sign is, but really frustratingly, the road is closed for like 100 feet, and it's like the 100 feet where the sign would have been. <laughs> yeah, and everyone on Reddit is like, oh my gosh, they're filming. It's like, no, they're just doing construction yeah, it's clearly road construction, and I don't think they're filming, like, where the Twin Peaks, welcome to Twin Peaks sign is. Like, that's not like a... Anyways. But the first, like, actual place we got to go was the Double R Diner. Yeah. Also, it's called, like, Tweed's Cafe, but they play up the Twin Peaks stuff. Um, so they had a lot of, like, merchandise, and uh, you can get the cherry pie and co- uh, coffee and stuff. So, and the entire interior still looks the same like when they filmed the show and movie or revival, I guess. Yeah, it looks exactly the same. Like, we walked in, I was like, oh, wow, because it does look exactly like it did in the show, uh, which is really cool. And, yeah, they did have lots of, in the back hall, like by the bathrooms and stuff, they had all these photos from the shoot. And, like, the bathrooms are just all, like, candid photos of, like, the cast and crew and stuff. And, uh... Uh, they had like a mannequin wrapped in plastic and stuff. <laughs> um, All the uh, waiters and waitresses had Twin Peaks shirts on, so they mostly embrace it, I think. For sure. Um, and yeah, we were not the only people there that were ordering only ordering cherry pie. <laughs> Which you got? How was it? It was delicious. I didn't think I would be a fan of cherry pie because I don't know if I'd ever had it before. I was like, no, I should just get like a pie I like, but I I felt obligated to get cherry pie because of the Twin Peaks. But it was really good, actually. I really liked it. Um, What'd you have? I had a Coca-Cola. I was worried they only had Pepsi, and they're like, we just switched to Coke. And I was like, that's even better. (laughs) You were like, goddamn right you did. Um, But yeah, so then after the, the Double R Diner, a.k.a. Tweed's Cafe, we went to... Um, the location where they shot the sheriff's station, 
which now it's funny like the building is the same except it's painted like bright orange and gray now because it's like a extreme dirt fishing tail fish tail i don't remember what it was michelle just had a stroke it's called dirt fish it's like a rally racing thing where you like take car racing cars down to this like big dirt track that's right down the hill from it but they do have a car out front, a sheriff's car with the Twin Peaks sign and a little sign that says, like, be respectful of our business. And, yes, you can take pictures of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's um, not clear whether that was, like, a car they used in the show, maybe or not. But it looks just like one. It's pretty cool. Um, and then we went to, what was next? The Waterfalls. Yes. And Slash the Lodge. Yeah, which is... Not the Black Lodge. No, if we went to the Black Lodge, we would not be speaking to you right now. Or we'd be speaking in reverse. Um, it was the Snoqualmie Falls, I think. Um, yeah, so the big waterfalls from the opening of the the show slash movie. And uh, and then the lodge is right there in the background. The uh, What is it? The um, Oh, my God, I'm blanking on what the lodge is called in real life. But anyways. Great Northern? Yes, Great Northern. Um, yeah, so the lodge and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, and then was there one more? Oh, yeah. The Roadhouse. Yeah, that was all right. I recognize it. Yeah, it looks pretty different. And, like, in the show, it's always, like, at night, and it's just, like, you know, people walking in. So it was just, like, a restaurant, basically, like, across from two gas stations. <laughs> so that one was not a particularly exciting way to finish our movie tour of Twin Peaksville. No, but the waterfalls were nice. I mean, it was straight from the intro, so... That was, was like, hey, it's it. It looks the same. Yeah, the waterfalls were really cool, except for the, like, thousands of tourists who... Oh, my God, yes. So many tourists who are trying to drink the waterfall. Like, okay, that's so 2003 right now. Yeah, they were, like, leaning their heads back and pretending to drink the waterfall in their stupid touristy pictures. While we were taking stupid Twin Peaks touristy pictures, which is a totally different kind of picture, folks. Not nearly as annoying. (laughs) So, um, anyways, uh, yeah, so I think that wraps up our Seattle-Portland movie tour stuff. Uh, we're, we're headed to... Ah! <laughs> we're headed off the road! Ah! That was the last you ever heard of Harper and Michelle. Um, yeah, no, we're headed to our last hotel and then coming home. So, uh, yeah, so it's been a fun trip. What, what, do you, what do you think was your favorite movie location we went to? Probably The Shining hotel yeah that was pretty exciting to see for sure um trying to think what my favorite was uh i mean that one was definitely awesome um i don't know all the twin peaks stuff the double r diner was really awesome because i it kind of made me remember how important that show was to me getting into like wanting to work in movies and stuff um so yeah that was that was really cool but yeah the whole trip was a lot of fun and we're exhausted uh so we'll throw it back to you guys All right, so I think uh, that's it for this episode. So we hope you enjoyed our road trip as much as we hopefully did in the future. 21? Slash past. (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) Uh, Don't forget, you can always see a list of all the movies we talked about on our Letterboxd page. You can also follow us on Twitter at Splice Podcast or on Facebook at Splice Together. Uh, Let us know movies, movie locations that you have visited or would like for us to visit one day. also, shout out to David Lynch. He was a very nice man to meet. Oh, yeah. It was 
in the future from right now. It was awesome when we met him. Yeah. Um, so we'll see you soon on another episode of Splice Together. Together.